0: Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another obstruction to justice broadcast. I'm Ann Moles and I'm going to be your MC today. Thank you for joining. And today we're going to discuss relevant topics of the day, highlighting legislative, economic, community and business reports. But really, we're just going to focus on a fun, fun couple, I tell you. That are, they're small business people. They just got started on something that's super exciting. We're going to focus on business again today. That's what it's all about. Hey, come on. All right. Cameron and Mia Kelly. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How's it going today? How was your guys' day today? How was it? Busy.
1: Yeah. Fires
0: well like
1: uh, normal stuff for business stuff normal
0: stuff for business and you guys are on it on it on it hey this is a tree service company now look there are all kinds of businesses going on and you guys are super talented people it people technology you name it you've been in the gamut cameron mia you know you guys are super professional now this is kind of a little turn for you in business but it's interesting tell us about it tell us about your tree service business
1: um it's it's a full service tree company uh removals trimming um uh plant health care uh, pretty much anything uh, tree service, we can do it. Uh, oddly enough, we don't plant trees right now, uh, but we do have partners that do. Um, so if people need that kind of thing, we, we do have some folks that do that, mainly because that's more of a landscaping issue. Um, and uh, there are people out there that are trained landscapers that do a very nice job of that. And and we uh, try to use those folks to to do that kind of thing. But otherwise, anything tree we can do
0: sounds good to me now uh so no no tree
1: is big or small monster tree where no no tree is too big no tree is too small that is uh, too- obviously we would rather save them um mm-hmm. we'd rather uh come in and and trim them up make them look nice get them ready for next for the spring um we can treat them uh we we do uh um uh, a plethora of things but we one of our main uh, plant health care services is is uh tree injections um, we can treat anything from uh chlorosis to emerald ash borers to uh just about anything so uh last year we did bagworms and and uh japanese beetles mm-hmm. Who who likes those right no,
0: I don't. I tell you, you know, those beetle things now, even with uh, the garden, I have a a bucket garden. I don't know. You guys probably have way more going on than I do, but I live in a smaller place as far as uh, land availability. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to just do a, a bucket garden. And I tell you, those beetles just, just,
1: oh, they're they're
0: they would just eat up everything.
1: Yeah. And there, uh, you know, you get elms and uh, river birches and, uh, you know, those kind of, uh, you know, uh, fruit trees. They just go at them. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Trees are super important in our ecosystem. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that there. What else can you tell us about? trees now you're sounding pretty pretty knowledgeable there of course being in business working with trees why why are trees important for mm, landscape or yard or whatever
1: uh you know they it's a broad question um Mm -hmm. the the obvious answer is is they help (laughs) that they create oxygen and
0: sure they do
1: but uh that's what sustains life so um, we, we, uh, again, that's kind of like, that's kind of why we would rather go into place and trim a tree up, make it look nice, get the dead wood out of it, um, and, uh, make them healthy, whether mm-hmm. that, whether that requires an injection or, or fertilization or whatever that happens to be, make them healthy and make them, um, uh, you know, continue to provide the the beauty and oxygen that they do, uh, for their owners. Um, sure. oh, we, we, we do say a lot, um, owning trees is, is, uh, I've got lots of trees. You, I think you've seen my trees. i none of mine have been about. trimmed by the way. I'm so yeah. Too busy. <laughs> uh, uh, you'd think owning a tree service, our trees would be all trimmed up, but they're not the, we never have time to do our own place. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh you know it's it's a uh, exercise and risk management mm-hmm. right so you can um you've got trees they uh if they're not taking care of them they can fall you know branches can fall on the house branches can fall in your car i've had that happen um you know you've got branches out in the yard that you have to pick up all the time uh, the only way to not have any risk of damage from a tree is to remove the tree right mm-hmm and so, that's
0: what i hear a lot of people first thing they want to do with the tree is cut a tree down yeah. and i'm like wow and and before it, here where i live in this the community where i live there are some new owners that came and they just cut all of the little trees down we had had one uh neighbor who had planted a couple of trees in his little area Mm-hmm. And we were so proud of them. And the man has since passed. Okay, but they came through. The new owners came through. Didn't ask us where the trees came from or why they were there, and they just cut them down. You know. Now, how dangerous could could a tree be uh, in, in the front yard? Why would they? Why do people want to cut trees down? I mean,
1: it depends on how big it is. But it wasn't uh, big. But yeah, the the you know we've got trees here that are over our house for example and we're we're going to do what we call risk management um pruning on those at some point when mm-hmm. we have time um and that is you know clearing clearing things away from the roof so we'll we'll clearance a tree from the roof um, which is a good thing good thing you want to do you don't want those branches to start rubbing on shingles okay. Uh, yeah. and tearing up gutters and things of that nature, but not only because it tears up your roof and tears up your gutters, but also because it, it is bad for the tree. So uh, if, it's, if you've got stuff um, rubbing on something, and we'll get into a little bit more of that in a minute, but if, it, if mm-hmm. your tree is rubbing on something, it's opening a wound on the tree. Trees mm-hmm. just like your skin on your hand or whatever. If you rub that and you rub it raw and you create a wound on there, uh, you know, what happens to that wound, right? It becomes an avenue for disease and and everything else. It's a stress factor for that tree, which means that tree is going to be concentrating on trying to deal with that stress fact, uh, factor and it, it opens it up to other diseases. Mm. That's where you get, you know, chlorosis and and oak wilt and, and other funguses uh, that uh, may or may not be, uh, detrimental to the tree. A uh, lot of funguses that you see, um, you know, take, uh, maples and stuff. You'll get a uh, black tar spot and the leaves I've got pictures of them. I don't have them on my computer or I'd show them, but, um, the leaves just have these big black spots they are about that big. Okay. And they're just all over. It looks like pot marks.
0: Yeah. I used to <laughs> wonder what those were. Yeah, It's black tar mm-hmm. spot. Okay.
1: If um, we can treat for it uh, you got we, we have to treat for it before it buds um, we can actually do an injection um, for that mm-hmm. and to keep it from coming back the next year Once it has it it has it you can't you can't take it um, it is seasonal but um, once a tree has it once the fungus is there really not much you can do about it Okay. You just have to let it play a course. And and a lot of funguses are uh, just visual, right? Um, We have a crab apple tree out here and it gets a fungus. It gets blight on it just about every year and loses its leaves. Mm. Well, it doesn't kill the tree. It just doesn't allow the, uh, it does add a stress factor to it. So at some point it could kill it um, if there were other other things um, that got to the tree. But, in a, for the most part, the, the like the black tar spot and stuff like that, they're going to affect the leaves that are on the tree currently, and probably anything new that grows during that season. That's but what once am yeah, once it loses those leaves, um, you know, you the you you want to rake those leaves up. You want to get them away from the tree. Get keep them from. You don't want to let them uh, decay and get back into the ground because that's just allowing the fungus to get back in there. Uh, you want to rake that stuff out and then, uh, before spring budding, we can actually come in and inject the tree, uh, with, uh, an antifungal product that will actually keep that from happening for the next year. Mm-hmm. So it won't, it won't get that black tar spot again. Um, or the blight, right. We, we can, we'll inject our own, our crab apple this year. Um, so that we don't get the uh, blight this year.
0: So what season do you inject the tree to prepare it for the next? depends on what
1: you're, what you're treating for, right? So like I said, for, for a fungus, you typically want to do it uh, early spring before the bud. So before the leaves come out, you want to get the, get the material in uh, the antifungal in, early before the leaves come out because once the leaves come out, if they get the fungus, it's too late.
0: Okay. Okay. So
1: you want to do it before that. Um, chlorosis is basically oak tree. You see that a lot in oak trees. And that, you know, leaves will kind of start yellowing uh, prematurely and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's kind of a sign of, uh, iron deficiency, mineral deficiencies and stuff like that. And it, it puts the tree under stress. Uh, and it can't then fight other things off. So then you'll start seeing funguses and, and other issues. So for oak trees, for example, we can do those between now and um, uh, budding, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we would do uh, a uh, injection of micronutrients. So it's a it's a bulk micronutrient that we would inject into the oak tree, and oaks have a have a, most trees don't work that way, but oaks have an ability to take that into the rings and keep it there uh, with no leaves on it.
0: Now, when you say rings, that that's the yeah. inside of the tree.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, the okay. inside of the tree. Right. I'm so I'm, it, I'm it, it in really there. Kind of store it in there, mm-hmm. and when the when it does start to bud and does start to open up it'll go ahead and suck it up into the canopy and and I'll use that those nutrients to help um, give it a boost. You're, it's almost like, um, just like anything else, you know, if you go out and you get your vitamin C and zinc and iron and mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and you keep doing that, it, it helps boost your immune system and helps boost your own ability to fight stuff off. Well, the, It does the same thing for an oak tree in this particular case. Um, and now we can use that in other trees as well, just not during the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things like uh emerald ash borers, uh, ash trees are
0: uh, now the ash tree is that white tree that kind of has the sleek,
1: sleek um, bark have, on it. They usually have a pretty rough bark, okay. um, but they have a more of an oblong leaf and. Uh, you'll see the, the little seed pods. are they, They're like little bunches. I think they look like a little bunch of grapes or something, yeah. but okay. I'm sure that's not. Um, there's a lot of ash trees. Uh, they're green ash trees and white ash trees. Some people call them purple ash trees. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, they are very pretty, very colorful. But uh, emerald ash borer was. Um, it's not a native insect to Missouri or to us for the most part, I don't think, but um, it was introduced in like 87 and it has just been marching across the U S and they get in uh, and they will, uh, they basically the adults, um, the adults do eat the leaves, Mm -hmm. but they don't eat enough to hurt anything. So it's not the adult Emerald ash borer that's causing the problems. It's the, it's the, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for.
0: The larvae.
1: larvae. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the larvae that does the damage. So they, they bore, they, uh, will put their egg into the bark. Uh, they hatch, they go, they dig in and they just go up and down right underneath the bark. Mm. Uh, in, and, and it, uh, destroys the tree's ability to, uh, suck water up.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So, uh, it, mm-hmm. And they can, they'll they do multiple generations a year. They can pretty much kill an ash tree in a year. Mm-hmm. So there are native boring insects. Uh, I've got pictures of some of them, but I don't have them on this computer. Uh, we'll but, come
0: back. We'll come yeah. back. Spring uh, is coming. We're going to get through this winter and this yeah. COVID. Yeah. Through all that.
1: So uh, uh, we did, uh, you know, there, there are some native boring insects out there that will go after ash trees and maples Mm -hmm. and and just about anything uh there's pine bores um for those kinds of things uh for an ash tree for example if you have an ash tree and you're not treating it it's going to die
0: yeah Yeah. which which kind of brings me to uh i'm uh, here's a, a bell that's gone off if you have trees now when I have my house, I don't have a house. I'm just too busy to have a house right now. Okay. I'm thinking about getting something with, you know, house and a few more trees and some land and everything, but not right now. But when I did, I did have one tree and it was a big tree. And since it was the only tree there, I still wanted to make sure that it was doing well. I didn't know anything about trees. So I think as a property owner, isn't it a good idea to Check on your trees.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yep. You know, I would suggest anybody have that have trees and they want to keep them mm-hmm. uh, and have them as healthy as possible. They should give us a call. Let's come out. We we do free estimates. We'll walk the entire property and uh, take a, and bring to their attention anything that we see that has uh, potential for uh, either risk or um structural prunings or you know whatever if we see some something uh you know ash trees if we see ash trees we stop and we ask people have you Mm -hmm. are you treating that tree Mm -hmm. um here's what it costs to treat the tree and uh uh you know it it then becomes up to them you know whether they they move forward but you know if you have an ash tree and you're not treating it it's not it's not going to survive it will eventually get uh emerald ash boards that are thick in this area. Uh, we're we're doing a uh a, a neighborhood not too far from where we live 300 and some odd ash trees they all have to come out.
0: Uh, that so, is heartbreaking right there yeah, you, you, think of- you have to do it. But
1: you know, and then again like I said other you know if you have evergreens, if you have it doesn't matter what you have pine trees have, have pine boards, we've had to take out several of those. Um if you have, uh, if you start seeing the web or the Mm bagworms, you know, you'll start seeing them. There'll be tiny, tiny little things and they will be crawling all over the leaves and the, they start building those bags on their backs while they're feeding (laughs) on the tree. And so the bags get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they're, until they're the size that they put on the bag, but they'll eat a tree, right? I mean, they'll Mm -hmm. eat every leaf off the tree. Um, those we can treat for, you know, okay. if they've got, if if they're in their bag, so if they're hanging off your tree, everybody's seen a bagworm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, If they're hanging off your tree, there's going to be thousands of them, uh, babies on your tree eating them and they'll spread to other trees quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they're in their little bags, once they're cocooned in, they're really impervious to any kind of treatment. But while they're feeding, we can get rid of them. You know, um, I've seen those. Really get rid of them.
0: I've seen I've seen a lot of what you've described and really didn't know what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh now how how tall of a tree have you guys maintained? What's the, the tallest tree you've maintained and
1: worked on? Oh, uh, I mean, oaks are huge. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of clean outs of oaks. This time of year is the best time. Uh, winter is the best time to do any kind of work on an oak tree. Yeah, um, Yeah. oak trees, and I don't always want to be the doomsayer, but um, oak trees are uh, susceptible to fungus called, uh, and the worst of that, uh, there's actually two here. Um, One is um, is called uh, oak wilt. And it's terrible. It can kill. A, it can kill a, a mature oak tree in a in a season. Hmm. Um, and uh, there's another one called hydroxy hydroxylon canker. Hydroxylon canker. Wow. Um, and again, it too is a fungus. Uh, and you, if you see a tree, an uh, on, on oak tree, where like uh, the upper branches, it's the bark is sloughed off of it, mm-hmm. and the 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 wood underneath it is white and mm-hmm. you'll start seeing on the trunk as well that's hy- hy- hydroxylon canker wow um, and it kills tree so mm-hmm. now we can't treat for that we can treat for both but you have to get them super early and uh, it's really hard um
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we have a, a Problem, you know, they're, they're really hard to uh, stop. Mm-hmm. So um, oak wilt is uh, when you're when you're maintaining oaks. If it's during the growing season, uh, there's a couple of things you should be aware of. You should never allow anybody to spike your tree. I, I don't care what kind of tree it is; they shouldn't be spiking it.
0: Okay, okay, because okay. you know I've heard that term before, and yeah, that, so, that's pretty good to know. Yeah, it, they're they're get-
1: Spurs that people put on the inside of their boot and they spike the tree oh, to help yeah, climb it.
0: To get up in the tree, to climb the tree.
1: Right. So uh, you'll see a lot of folks will use a ladder up against the trunk and then they will uh, use a ladder to get up past the trunk and then they'll spike the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And every time they spike it, they're opening a wound inside that tree. Just
0: like you told us, you described that to us. That right. And that's it's an a avenue hard.
1: for oak wilt or anything else. Mm-hmm um so don't let anybody spike your trees mm-hmm. uh but on an oak uh we when we're doing an oak uh, during growing season uh we i not saying we won't but we typically will uh work with the owner to say you know let's let's do a risk management pruning so if you if they've got branches over the house that they're worried about for storms or something like that uh you know let's take those off let's let's minimize our live cuts mm-hmm. so the cuts that we make to live branches we'll minimize those and then we'll debris we'll take dead wood out of the tree uh, and then everything else let's come back and do uh during the non-growing season during the dormant season okay um okay. and uh if we any during growing season any live cut we make uh we're going to seal that. So you don't have to seal a, a dead branch. You take a dead branch off, you don't have to seal it. Mm -hmm. But if you make a live cut, if you make cut off a live branch, Mm -hmm. we seal it during growing season. And that is to, uh, we do that to to help, uh, defend against any kind of fungus or any kind of, of, uh, insect that might then start attacking that wood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, then during not dormant season like right now, see, we can go in and we can trim a tree uh, the the way it needs to be done uh, structurally because you're you're looking to remove any cross branches, rubbing, water sprouts. Um, You're basically, you know, anything that kind of hangs down like this uh, Mm -hmm. on a tree, those are bad branches, right? We don't want those. We want it to grow up like this. So uh-huh. we'll go in and we'll we'll we can trim the oaks now, uh, without the risk of introducing uh, oak wilt or any kind of fungus, any kind of disease. Uh, this is the season to be doing it.
0: Okay. Um, so when you say dormant, do
1: like yeah.
0: Okay. Now when you say dormant, now, <laughs> just because you know we're we're kind of bright. Some people might be smart on some end, but not so bright on the other. Dormant means the tree, the leaves have fallen off the tree,
1: and or, or it's, not, not, and it's green asleep, like
0: during the winter time.
1: Yeah, okay, uh, You see winter. a lot of pin oaks right now that still have leaves on them. Okay, but they're brown, they're dead, they're not, mm-hmm. you know, they just haven't been blown off yet. Um, but yeah, uh, no leaves. Uh, you'll see little winter buds on them, and that's about it. Yeah, okay, the sap is not running basically.
0: There you go. There you go. So, now, I, I tell you, this this service is, is just a good idea. You know, it's a good idea. I remember having, when I had my tree, you know, it's like, okay, well, who do I actually call? Who do I work with to uh, make sure that my tree is healthy? You know, make sure that things are going on w- well with it. Trimming a tree. What are telltale signs that your tree would need to be trimmed? besides it falling over, or cracked, or the branch just, you know, too close. What, what is, what's the, what when you, what what is the requirement? What do you look to see, uh, what to, to say, or to tell when a tree needs to be trimmed?
1: Um, easiest is, of course, is, is, you know, storm damage and things of that nature. Okay. If you okay. look up in a yeah. tree and you see things that are broken, um, broken branches that are, what we call stubs, if it, if there's a branch up there and it's been broken off, um, if uh, um, like I said, if you have a lot of branches that are hanging down like that are this,
0: hanging down like this instead of yeah, this up. is
1: not a good branch. Any, okay. any one of these is not a good branch. If if the branch, the branches should all be growing up like that, okay. right? If they're not, uh, oak trees, pin oaks are real bad. You'll see if they haven't been trimmed in a while, they'll have a whole bunch of branches that are down like this. But well, these branches are not going to be healthy and most likely are going to die off. Um, so those need to be taken care of. They need to be pulled out. Number one, for, for aesthetics, they look terrible. Uh-huh. And for the health of the tree, uh, they're just taking energy from the tree and they'll never be good, healthy branches, Right. So you want to get rid of them and and uh, because that that then allows the energy and the nutrients that the tree is getting to put it into the canopy where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, anything, any cross branches or rubbing branches, uh, any, uh, you know, uh, you'll see a tree. you will have a lot of lot, little water sprouts on it all over the tree, the trunk and all over the limbs. And they'll be growing all it every which way and growing towards the towards the trunk. Those all need to be removed. Again, they're not good branches. You don't want them to get any bigger. You don't want them to get big enough to, to you know, start rubbing because that's what's going to happen. They're going to be that's what becomes cross branches and rubbing branches. Uh, you want to take take those out uh, so that they're not taking nutrients and energy from the tree. You want the that you want to go to the canopy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and, canopy.
0: Uh, that's the tree that's the yeah. like this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's okay. that's the whole outside, whole outside. The, the part that you want to be green. Okay. Yeah. Then there are structural changes or structural issues. Uh, a lot of times we don't catch these on time and we can't we can't stop it. But okay. uh, when you see a trunk a tree, you have a pretty good trunk coming up, and then it has two stems that come out. Yeah. Those are called co dominant stems. Okay. Um, and typically, you don't want to see that. You want to see as much as possible a single trunk going up and then the branches coming off of that. So, you know, if you have a tree small enough and you can catch it, you should be taking those co dominant stems off. Mm-hmm. Choose the one you want, take the other one off, and your tree is going to grow nicer. It's going to grow straighter and be stronger.
0: Oh, it's like um, clipping your hair, though. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, isn't it like kind of keeping your hair, your edges trimmed? you know mm-hmm. taking care of your hair and it just looks nice exactly yeah mia tell me what, what what's your experience in in this now i understand you know i kind of know a little bit about what where the background cameras cameron's come from and he, hey cameron you've learned a lot and you know a lot you're good at this I'm excited for this business here and that people have somewhere to go when they're needing to get their trim, their trees taken care of, trimmed and looked after. What about, uh, the tree, the tree business for you? What, what's going on with you in the tree business, Mia?
2: I I'm a people person. So I do, um, I, uh, find talent. I find the labor. Um, I do the office duties. Um, I do the scheduling uh, for our crew um, and just the back office things. Um, I do like to go on site because I'm in charge of the Facebook page. So I like to go take Ah. pictures of the crew in action. And I try to post um, once a month on uh, big jobs that we do. And uh, the crew likes it when they see their pictures up um, in social media. So I try to keep those updated. Um, always busy. Um, if the crew needs something, I'm usually the one running, um, running whatever they need to them. Yeah. So uh, Cameron's more on the equipment part of it. So if there's an equipment problem... Yeah, oh, somehow
1: I have turned into a mechanic. <laughs> oh, I don't
0: know, Cameron. You know, you've you've been uh How's that Jeep coming?
1: I don't have a Jeep anymore. Okay. Um, we have a buggy? a buggy. We
0: have
2: a doom buggy now. Well, doom we We doom buggy, two, but yeah.
1: The one is uh hanging up in the in the garage, but we do have this one um now. So,
0: uh, ah, see. <laughs> i knew there had to have been a toy somewhere yeah. oh what a cool man do you get a chance to drive that i haven't
2: yet but okay. i i picked it out uh we saw it and i saw the purple i'm like yes I, yes so cute and i've always wanted a Doom buggy um yes. so we've, we've done a lot of we've rebuilt most of it um with the exception of the body everything's pretty much different um, but we're a part of a, a a group. It's called Casey Buggies, and they meet and um, you know we do cruises, parades when we can. Uh, we okay. haven't done. Um, they cancel all the parades. I know yeah,
0: because of this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no parade yeah. no nothing. Mm-hmm. No it's gonna off. go away
0: though. We're gonna we're gonna beat this and it's gonna be back to. Uh, where we can get out and and enjoy the trees, uh, the sun. Well, the new everybody's out,
1: yeah, everybody's out uh, enjoying their trees and stuff. I mean, one nice thing about it, uh, us going out and working with clients, they're they're always at home.
0: <laughs> uh- <laughs> you no, know,
1: it's easy to catch them at home and yeah. uh, stuff like that. So,
0: and you know that too. Uh, another thought is that okay well they're at home and they're going to be enjoying their yards even more and their windows are going to be open and they'll get a chance to really pay attention to see the flowers but definitely see the trees right Mm -hmm. most definitely that's that's one advantage you know we do have to look at it at what we're dealing with in a a positive way because you you have uh, invested in your property and you know you of course get the grass cut or whatever and then it's like okay you we, we want to make sure that it's beautiful we want to make sure that that it's uh, a place where people will they can enjoy the scenery i'm going to take us out to your website okay. and look around a little bit out there uh where people can definitely uh take a uh, be able to see what's going on out here. Okay, so we got this. Okay.
2: Yep, this is our home online.
0: (laughs) Okay, Mia. Yeah, so this is the... um, mm -hmm.
2: Yep, and we can actually, we have our website set up that you can go in here and request um, a free estimate um and we contact you uh, same day and get that scheduled and all of our estimates are within hours not days right. so so
1: we come out we do your estimates everything is itemized each tree is itemized we've got uh you know professionalism uh you know as you know we we have both of us have grown up in corporate world like you and um you know, we're bringing the, that kind of um, paradigm to this business and this industry. That's part of, part of the reason why we picked uh, Monster Tree. Um, so, uh, you know, our, our estimates are very thorough. Uh, the pictures are there, we map things out, we make sure that our crew knows exactly what they need to do um, so that, uh, you know, from beginning to end, you know you're dealing with professionals
0: yeah so i went out to your website and right over here we're we're sharing get a free estimate so you'll see Mm -hmm. that to the left of the screen there you'll click on that that's neat yeah so you'll just pop in your information there you don't have to go hunting for it at the website right Right. easy to find (laughs) definitely easy to find so they'll and it's within the they'll you'll put in your request to get an estimate. You'll get contacted, uh, within, you know, and
1: we have our, uh, we schedule our sales arborist, uh, or one of us do them. We, we also do estimates, but we do have a sales arborist and, and, uh, have him come out. He's, he drives his, uh, (laughs) he drives his Toyota Prius that has monster tree from one bumper to the other. Oh
0: my goodness. It's Uh, wrapped. He has a wrapped Prius.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh very much, very much like the trucks and stuff that I've been showing on the background here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'll come out and do the estimates and uh get all the information down.
0: Yeah, cool. Now this is what's scary to me. Yeah. This uh yeah. this is what's scary. What yeah. would cause a tree to uproot like that?
1: A really heavy wind. Yeah. Okay. Or too much moisture. Yes.
2: Some things we've had both happen sometimes this year. You can't you can't avoid um, when you have a really really tough storm. But one thing we do in pruning as well is we can send out your tree where the wind can go through it easier. Some winds you can't can't be helped because they're if they're really strong. Then, but you know one thing we try to look for. Um, to alleviate storm damage is thinning out trees where the wind can pass through it better.
0: Okay, that's a thought. Up. I didn't that's, even know you could do that.
2: Yeah, that's why a lot of Bradford pears get such storm <clears throat> damage, wind damage because they get so thick in their canopy that the wind just can't go through them. It's just like um hitting. Yeah, they hit a wall. So yeah, they hit a wall. What's
1: going to what's going to happen whatever breaks. gives first is and that's a Bradford pear which you know, I mean, Bradford pears are just notoriously brittle. Um, you know, they don't even, um, you know, people won't even install them anymore. Mm. They're, they're just not a good tree for that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, we get into oak trees during a pruning of an oak tree or a maple. You know, you're going in, thinning the canopy, allowing the okay. sun and the wind to blow through, to go through it. And it will minimize the risk. That's always the key. That's what I mean by uh, owning a tree is always about. Uh, it's a risk management exercise. You, you know, if you don't take care of it, uh, your risk is going to increase of getting storm damage and causing other issues. Uh, if you get in, take care of it, you're going to you're going to reduce that risk, um, and uh, will be less likely that that storm or or, you know, we've had a lot of moisture this last year. We had several trees just Mm -hmm. fall over because the ground was too wet and Mm -hmm. it was, there wasn't enough there to hold it. Um, You know, those kind of things you can't necessarily plan for, uh, but you can mitigate the risk. We could, we, uh, in this particular case, the tree was already leaning super bad. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, we knew it was a matter of time we were going to take it out, but we, we had to wait till it dried out and unfortunately they got seven inches in an hour Ah. and it just, it just couldn't hang on anymore. So it went over. Um, Had we gotten to the tree earlier, we would have reduced the risk of that happening by reducing that side of the tree before it started leaning too much. So we would have reduced the limbs back. And there's a you know i know you don't want to get into it today but there's there there are pruning methods that should be followed when you're pruning a tree you don't want to do a, a head cut which is just cutting off of a branch uh wherever you decide to cut it off all that does is create water sprouts um and uh creates bigger issue later on right because now it makes it bushy and it's going to be even uh, an even greater wind risk.
0: Okay, right? mm-hmm.
1: um, or or it's going to die off. The limb will either go crazy bushy with water sprouts or die off. Um, so you don't want to do that. You, it does need to be pruned properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, for example, we do not top trees. So my company will not top a tree. It's the worst thing possible for a tree. Well,
0: what is what
1: is where, that? Where what? they just cut? You'll see them. They'll just literally cut the tops off of the tree so all there'll be is just a, a stump and stubs ah. of, of the branches and what'll happen is is depending on what kind of tree it is usually it's elms and you know stuff like that yeah. elms and bradford pears you can do that on um and you'll see them the the water sprouts will just go out The, the every every stub will get like a hundred water sprouts on it Oh. and uh, makes it look terrible, and uh, you now have a uh, hundred of water sprouts you got to deal with, because you can't, you don't want all of those to grow, you need, you you really, sh- you would have to get up there, and start pruning those off, and try to pick one that makes the most sense, and so on, which okay. nobody does, if you watch them, uh, watch a tree that's been topped, they'll just allow it to go crazy, and then yes. they'll come back another year or two, and, and, top it again
0: yeah. this looks uh, ugly why would you want terrible. to do a tree like that why would you do a tree like that now, I haven't it out there's why. just uh
1: you know i think people think that they're reducing the size of it and uh reducing the risk of it falling um, but really they're increasing the risk of it getting a disease and dying and now you've got a you've got a large trunk that could fall on something um, but again you're just creating a monster it's going to uh it's going to become instead of a tree it becomes a bush and uh the, it's uh even harder for the wind to blow through there uh and it becomes a greater wind risk the more those water sprouts grow mm-hmm. um, so it's just a terrible. Uh, there's a there's a uh uh it's isa i can't remember international uh, I can't remember. Anyway, they, they are. If I—if I hadn't tried to tell you, I could have told you. But they're the—they're the certifying body for arborists and okay. things of that nature. And they do not support topping at all. Um, yeah. So uh, we don't support it.
0: Now, on your website too, what I like about it is that it, it's going to explain. You got what you had just shared with us that uh, the plant health care, the tree tree uh injections and and different um different treatments so yep. you a person can go out to your website and just get some education about what's going on with with um the plant or the tree care what when it may need deep root feeding or tree trunk injections you're pruning so you know you'll get a chance to learn a little bit about the pruning and things too yeah yep
1: no that's right
0: very informative Uh, very when we come
1: out and talk to you uh whether it's myself or my sales arborist um we we want to you know you can always stop us because i mean uh i've already been talking about it now for 45 (laughs) minutes this
0: is this is your time and this is i you know property owners people who have trees and don't know what to do with them. I know if I'm not the only one I, you know, that didn't know what to do with a tree, you know, yeah, this is important.
1: Go for yeah. it. Uh, international society of arborists, by the mm-hmm. way, okay. or arbor or arboriculture, but, yeah. um, the, uh, um, you know, we want to make sure that people understand what and why we do things. We're never going to be the cheapest on the block. Um, we, 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 Pay our people very well. Um, we provide them with uh, not only with a, a nice salary, but we also provide them with health care and you know all of the stuff that that our people need to, to remain healthy and happy in our company. Um, but we also and we we spend a lot of time training and uh, reviewing. Uh, you know, the proper way to, to uh, cut trees, why and when to cut them um, and things of that nature. We, we invest a lot in our people. So when we're coming out to, to treat trees, whether it's just to um, you know, if it's to trim them or to a PHC, our people know what they're doing. Um, so we're not going to be, and not to be and this is not in any way derogatory, but we call him Chuck in a truck, somebody that just comes out and, you know, he's your friend or friend of a friend of a friend or whatever. And he comes out in his pickup truck with a chainsaw and starts cutting. That's not what we do. Um, we're we, number one. We want to be there uh, for the good and the bad. You know, if you have a tree that needs to come out, we we want to be there for you and take that out uh, in a safe uh fashion so that it doesn't you there's no damages to your property um or you know as little damage as possible to your property i mean we are running a, a heavy equipment and uh dropping uh you know tons of tree so yeah, yeah. um but uh, minimize damage to your property we want to be there for that uh you know we're going to clean up we're gonna rake your yard. We're gonna make sure there's no sticks left. No so I hear left.
0: you guys really pay attention to safety. You know, right.
1: everything has yeah. got to do with safety. We don't, we won't drop a tree without a rope in it that we're pulling on to make sure it's going the right direction. Um, you know, we won't go in and and uh, cut limbs off over a house that's not tied off mm-hmm. and things of that nature. We we want to make sure that uh, your property is safe. But also that my my crew is safe. Yeah, uh, we want our crew members that leave here in the morning to come home at night and go home and see their families. Yeah, sure. So uh, you know that's very important to us, and that's why, you know we we do safety meetings, we do safety training. Um, you know, again, we invest a lot in our people and in our processes uh, to make sure that we're we're doing the right thing for your trees. And again, when we come over and look, we'll look at everything and we will point out things that we think are a problem. Now, we can prune and trim bushes and stuff like that as well, but we'll point out areas that we think uh, need to be uh, assessed or attention needs to be provided and uh, we'll bring that up to you.
0: I, so, I think that's important. Any any homeowner, owner, any property owner, I you know, you, you should have people resources to where you can give them a call you know and I think this is just a smart thing to do uh, when you are a property owner and you have trees especially when you have trees or just one tree doesn't matter and then there's a long-term relationship there that you can have with a good reputable business that knows what they're doing when it comes to tree service They, you know, you know, it's good business. They do good business with you. They take care of their employees. That's just, it's just good business and a good thing to do when you have property. Uh, Now,
1: well, uh, before, let me stop you right there. Because one of the things that we run into and people need to be aware of, and we tell people constantly about this, you know, we're, we are a fully licensed, bonded, um, and insured company. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have uh, we have our li- we have uh, a tremendous amount of liability insurance to make sure that that we're covered. Our people are covered with workmen's cop mm-hmm. um, and you know all of our vehicles are, are insured and everything and, and that is so important if you if you hire somebody to come out and do your treat oh, yeah. um, now of course our certificate of insurance goes out with every estimate so you can see, our, our insurance, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, I can send you right now. I can send you a, a I can go out and get insurance and get that certificate of insurance and have it with me and then stop paying my insurance.
0: Oh boy. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's just true. like
1: car insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, now I'm telling you, yeah, I've got insurance. Here's my certificate of insurance and I'm holding it up to you. What mm-hmm. you need to do as a homeowner is say, that's great. I I'm excited about that can't uh be the day before you start working i would like to become a certificate holder on your insurance oh, very important okay. so that basically what that means is is i'm going to call my insurance agent and i'm going to say hey uh ann wants to be a certificate holder on the insurance before we start working on her tree and they'll say that's great and they will create uh, they'll, they'll assign you uh, your own certificate of insurance. Uh, so you'll be your a holder of the, of the certificate of insurance of my insurance. Mm-hmm. That means you're, you know, and what that does is it proves to you that I have active insurance. Right. If I come back and say, no, I can't do that or, or I hem and haw and don't do it. <coughs> excuse me. Chances are I don't I don't have insurance.
0: That's a good tip. That's a good that's tip. True.
1: You should do that in anything, not just tree service. Yeah, yeah. roofing, plumbing, electrical. Anything. It doesn't matter. Any, if you have people come on your property, you need to be asking for that, and you need to make sure that when you look at that certificate of insurance, that not only do they have liability, but that they have workman's comp. Because yeah. if um, if you have someone up in a tree, up in a tree, and they cut themselves with they're using a chainsaw, oh a boy. Mm-hmm. so if they cut themselves and they don't have workman's comp it's on you it's on you as the homeowner
0: and see we don't know about that most americans mm-hmm. most property owners they don't know about that uh, you know uh, and i think that that's good business even for you to share so that's that right. there that builds trust guys this is uh if i had a tree <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely would be giving them a call to make sure that that tree is doing what it needs to do. We don't want it falling over. We don't want it full of disease. We don't want it, you know, we want it to thrive just like the rest of our yards. If we're paying attention to cutting the grass or whatever, keeping the lawn care, the tree is part of the scenery. I would definitely give you guys a call now speaking of giving calls now this free estimate button is up here, too so up at the top of the mm-hmm. the uh, Screen here. So if you wow. needed to get that free estimate, you guys are monster tree service at <coughs> least summit Yep, so it there's quite a few trees out there uh, around in that area uh, You got oh, yeah. the lakes and everything else going on out there mm-hmm. uh, so they can Contact you at the 816 542 3338
1: number. That's right. Okay. All right. And we don't have it up here, but we also have an office number that's 816 766
0: 1007. Yeah.
1: Okay. And in fact, that is what is all over our cars, our trucks. Okay. So, um, you know, if you see our trucks running around, they look a lot like that.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they are hard to, <coughs> no, oh, I I see. hard to miss. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. The back. You, you guys got it going on. That green screen is working for you. Yeah, yeah I see it. There you, they're hard to miss, but there you go. There's information there that you don't have to think about trying to figure out who am I going to call to help my tree, help my trees call call them give them a call now this uh what i also see here too is the um if they have a question maybe they can message you you know they're busy Mm -hmm. so here's a great contact uh contact page here to where contact us where you can just type in something you don't you know want to give a call per se but you know you can just Go out there and type in some information and start building that relationship and talking to people, you know, someone that's going to help you with your tree. <clears throat> yeah. And your, your, um, your, ar- the arborist, you, you know, they have specialists too in yep. this. So it's a team of people that will definitely, definitely make your tree happy.
1: <laughs> that's right, That's And remember, don't, don't let people spike your trees. Right.
0: No Never let
1: them spike your trees. Um uh,
2: unless you're uh, removing if you're removing
1: it yeah whatever it's okay uh, yeah <clears throat> don't let them spike your trees it's it's not good for them yeah. um, it simply opens up avenues for um, disease mm-hmm.
0: now this uh you guys have already shared great information about your business and everything and and how you guys are your your team you're doing some some things together here and you're making it happen uh, just uh what else what other thing uh, about being a small business owner right now it's small business of course things grow everything starts somewhere uh what other nugget could you share with your with us about, um, the small business and, and the, maybe the transition into the small business
1: here. Um, (laughs) don't do it during a pandemic. (laughs) If you want to know the worst possible time to start a business, it's during a pandemic. Okay. Hands down would be the worst time to start a business.
0: Leave it to Mr. Kelly. Definitely. That is good. Good advice. You know, and do we really know? Um, now, speaking of pandemic too, you know, I guess you guys have a, have a safety protocol, even in dealing with three customer service, what you're doing there. So safety protocol. Yeah, we, in the pandemic.
1: we uh, obviously we're always keeping our social distance um we're we're outside we don't go in people's houses Mm -hmm. um but uh we're we maintain our distance if we're knocking on doors we're knocking on the door and stepping away and uh talking to you from a distance Um, we do have customers that don't want to have any face-to-face interaction which is fine Uh, Mm -hmm. we can come and still provide that uh, estimate uh, we will call them on the phone and we'll actually talk to them as we're walking around the yard. We've done that on, on uh, several occasions. Talk about, okay, let's talk about this tree. Can you see where I'm at? Yes. What do you, what would you like to do here? And so on. <clears throat> and the same with our crew, you know, our crew uh, stays away from the homeowners, uh, maintains our social distance and and things of that nature. So um, if, if, uh, if even though we're maintaining social distance, if someone's uncomfortable with that and still wants us, wants us to wear masks, we're happy to do that as well. Uh, all of the, myself and all of the crew, we all wear, we always uh, have either a mask or bandanas that we use. <coughs> um, so, uh, we have those as well.
0: Yeah. I'm a bandana girl. I, the mass, uh, yeah, I did the the twenty five cent bandana. I did that. That video is out there. If you want to check it out and well, you know go. how to get you I, a mask twenty five cent.
1: That, yeah, I've been told I have, uh, I have a face for radio and a voice for silent movies. So,
0: <laughs> definitely I, a personality. With, with the mask
1: on, see, see, I look much better now. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely a personality, Mister Kelly. I appreciate you. Miss Mia, oh my goodness, good to see you again. And you guys are just doing great things uh, as far as this we've always done done great things you you know I really I, I just like you guys and but the fact that you're just going on and doing this this is kind of out of your out of your vein when it comes to what you're usually used to doing but it's still business and I think that that's something that people can glean and, and get a, an understanding that business is business doesn't matter what you're doing let's let's just do good business and you guys are doing that. We want to thank you again for joining us uh, on another broadcast, uh, another broadcast, too, as well. Team, keep in touch. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Mia. Bye. Go out there and share the links and follow us. And we're going to try to be here again on another Wednesday. Thank you for joining another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. And we will see you next time.
1: Thank Bye. you. Justice. now. now.